to another episode of Myth Men. Uh, I'm Riley. And I'm Dean. And today we have a myth that Dean has done the research on. And it's not an ocean boy because I know nothing about the ocean. <laughs> if you listened to the last podcast, I know absolutely nothing about the ocean. Okay, tell me what we're talking about Okay, today. so we're talking about, and this is a fun one, Bloody Mary. Do you know who Bloody Mary is? Um, I know that it's a drink. I don't know what's in the drink. <laughs> Besides being a fun cocktail, it's also, it's like an urban legend almost. But this is an urban legend okay. that's been, it's a really old urban legend. Like the first, like, quote unquote sighting that I could find was from the early 1600s. Oh, it goes that far back. Which is crazy because most urban legends are carried through not that long. It's never that long an urban legend is carried on for. They're usually, so, they're usually like dismissed before before well, very long or... Yeah, not even dismissed. Just kind like of vanish into obscurity. It's kind of like the Slender Man. Like he was an... In my own opinion, okay, fine. It was an urban legend. And why I think that is because it was made up by a group of people that you know, wanted to make a video game essentially, and then it carried on from there. But it was like, it came and went quickly. Most urban legends come and go quickly. So they're kind of like a, kind of like a fad. Yeah, it's like, like a, like a supernatural type fad. Like fidget spinners. They're basically... Or pet rocks. <laughs> basically the supernatural version of fidget spinners. I think so. Okay. Yes. Okay. So... The basis of this legend is that if you stand in front of a mirror with the lights off and a candle in your hand and call Bloody Mary in the mirror three times, and there's variations of what you're supposed to call. So like there's Mary, I stole your baby, Bloody Mary, I have your child, and then Bloody Mary three times as well. Now, I knew that the third one was a thing, but the first two, this is the first time hearing about it. Yeah. I didn't know that there was supposed to be a child involved. Yes, and there's an explanation as to why the child is involved and where this kind of urban legend came about. So, you're supposed to say Bloody Mary three times in the mirror and she'll appear and she'll either hurt you, like by scratching your eyes out or scratching your skin or arms, or she will do you a favor, depending on the legend. I could only find... Now, now... <laughs> I want to go back okay. there a second. Yeah. So, either she is going to brutally murder you. Yes. Or do something nice for you. Yes. I like that. <laughs> I like I like that you're taking that kind of risk. It's a risky game, but I could only find, like, two accounts of her ever doing anyone a favor. And each of those times, these women had had previous miscarriages. This whole uh, idea kind of centers around children and or blood interesting let me I'm further kinda, explain i'm kind of <laughs> the first sighting that i could find obviously was the early 1600s and okay. there's two main beliefs from for where this this kind of legend came from so the first is a woman named mary tudor and she was the queen of england and ireland from 1553 to 1558 and one of her most historic acts was that she tried to reverse the english reformation which had originally started during her father's rule king henry the eighth so the english reformation was when the church of england decided they wanted to break away from the pope and the roman catholic church essentially because king henry the eighth uh wanted to annul his first marriage and if the church of england had stayed with the pope they wouldn't let him do it so essentially king henry didn't like his wife and wanted to divorce her or annul their marriage because it was still very early in their marriage that it was available for annulment so he said let's break away from the church they're horrible we have our own belief system let's break away so that i can divorce my wife okay now 
Imagine hating your spouse that much. <laughs> she so, must have been a horrible person. Ima- Actually, he was a horrible person. Imagine hating your spouse so much <laughs> that you make your entire country change religions. <laughs> And you make an entirely new religion. Yeah. And this is like... Well, not entirely new, but you know what I mean. Like, imagine (laughs) the amount of hate you would have to have for one person. And this... And that hatred, like, drove the Protestant revolution, essentially. Because that's what he was trying to accomplish. was like, I hate this religion. This religion stands for nothing. We're gonna go and be Protestant now. So I can... So I can annul my marriage and get away from my horrible wife. Oh my god. How angry of a person would you have to be to do that? Yeah, that would take a lot of hatred and money. Like, that's what I'm curious about. Like, I, I would want to meet him specifically for that reason. Like, yeah. how bad was she? Or like, how bad was he? I mean, it's probably on him, but I want to get his side of yeah. it. I want to see why he felt the need <laughs> to change the religion of the entire country. Yeah. Because of this one lady. Yeah. I want to know what his perspective is. I mean, like, he's probably a garbage person. But I also didn't do, like, I'm not sure what it is that caused this to happen. Like, he obviously wanted to get away from her, but I don't know what she did mm-hmm. for him to want to get away from her. So, But his daughter, Mary Tudor, didn't want the Church of England to leave the Pope. She was like, that's a horrible idea. Mm-hmm. No, Catholicism, Catholicism. She didn't want the Church to break away from the Pope and the Roman Catholic Church. She wanted England to stay with it. So King Henry VIII, sorry. Uh, Offed with her head? No. So because of the reform that was happening, because when she got into power, everyone was still like, no, we're going to be a Protestant country. And she was like, no, we're going to be Catholic and we're going to stay with the Pope. And there's nothing you all can do about it because we're going (laughs) to stay and we're going to be Catholic. And the rest of the country was like, but I thought we were Protestant now. And she got so angry about that that she ordered the violent execution of numerous Protestants that she blamed. And she also burned countless people at the stake for heresy on the church. I mean, I get it. I think I understand her point of view as well, actually. (laughs) (laughs) Her dad was like, no, we're going to do the thing. And she's like, that's a horrible idea. Sometimes you just have to have a few politically motivated executions or burnings just to prove a point. Like, how else? If I was was in the position to uh, just execute whoever I wanted, people who park badly, (laughs) people who who stop in grocery stores to have chats with the other soccer moms... (laughs) Those kind of people would be publicly executed. Anybody would we who... have? Would we have mobile gallows calling the police? Hi, I need two noose gallo at the Walmart parking lot. This I... douchebag parked wrong. No, I, w- I would do it in like a public park. I would round them up <laughs> there and like do it once a week at a public park. It would it'd be a really good uh, really good event. Like Sunday after everybody gets out of out of their Protestant churches <laughs> and. <laughs> After everybody gets out of their church and they, they come to the park and they witness Stephen getting burned at the stake Steven. because he took up four parking spaces at Costco. Yep. Sorry, Stephen, but, you know. Next is Susan, <laughs> who blocked an entire aisle in Walmart with her shopping cart and talked with uh, someone she didn't see in a week and a half for 45 <laughs> minutes about how her child's grades are and... How garbage her neighbors are. Yes. Yeah. I mean, that's the kind of that's that's the kind of society I would do. I would uh-huh. punish people for being rude. Mm-hmm. Being think... an asshole in my perfect society <laughs> is grounds for punishment. 
<laughs> if you're not perfect. No, no, no. I don't mean perfect. If you're a, a rude person. Okay, okay. If you, in my society, I'm going to go on, on my perfect society, in a restaurant, yeah. if you're mean to the waitress, every time you say a rude comment, you're taxed. You're taxed an additional 25% every yeah. time you make a rude comment. No matter how bad your service is, because mm-hmm. that's just rude. Period. It's just rude. Like, I, I don't mean rude in the way that, like, hey, this food is burnt. I mean, like, rude is in, like... Getting ornery about it. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Being an asshole would go very severely punished. Either you would spend a week in the stockades, <laughs> community service. Anyway, back to uh, the story of the Bloody Mary. Her act of, you know, burning people and hanging them and so forth earned her the name Bloody Mary. So it's kind of a kind of a good way to earn a nickname. She was also unable to have children, and she had two phantom pregnancies. And now, she was now now <laughs> hang on, hang on. I don't mean to I derail knew, you after forty five seconds. I of talking. knew you were gonna like this. Now, I'm sure you're gonna elaborate on this, but what is a phantom pregnancy? Are you have you been in relations with a ghost? Is what I want to know. Have you? I would like to say yes. Or science says no. Or option number two, you just had a watermelon under your shirt and you didn't realize it. <laughs> Had a balloon under their shirt. Yeah, just oh like a pi- just like a throw pillow, and then like after after you take your shirt off at the end of the day, it's like ah oh, dang, I thought I was pregnant. It's just a pillow. Uh, oh, I'm just fat. Ah oh, nuts. <laughs> I just had too many chips. No, <laughs> I just had one too many chicken tenders. <laughs> so phantom pregnancy is when you have your had sex with a ghost. <laughs> yes, and you give birth to a half human half. That's Danny sh- Phantom. Yeah, that's the show Danny Phantom. <laughs> he was a phantom pregnancy. That's And the moral of the story is, that's Bloody Mary. Thank you for listening, everybody. That's been Myth Men for this week. Yeah, there we go. But like scientifically, a phantom pregnancy is when your body believes that you're pregnant, so you stop having a period and you stop ovulating, but then your body realizes that it's not pregnant and starts ovulating again and starts like shedding its uterine layer so you start to have your period again but there wasn't a lot of ways to tell about these things in this in this time period like they didn't really know how to detect because as i said in the previous as i said in the previous episode science wasn't invented until the 1850s (laughs) yes but so she had these two phantom pregnancies and then she had some supposed miscarriages, which makes me a little uncomfortable when it says supposed because I feel like she kind of lied about these things. I don't know. I, I think she was she was trying to have a baby and was really upset by the fact that she could not have a baby. And then she was like, oh, it's a miracle. I could have a baby. And then it just didn't happen. And so she was like, oh, no, I had a miscarriage again. <laughs> And oh, so, I don't know what keeps happening, guys. It's just like, <laughs> I keep trying and just pfft, nothing happens. Yeah. So because of these like supposed quote unquote miscarriages, and I found the word supposed in more than one, or mm-hmm. the implication of supposed in more than one source. But um, so because of these miscarriages, in that's why in some legends you're supposed to say, Mary, I killed your baby, or I killed your baby. Because apparently she was upset by the fact that she would... She had miscarriages. I mean, who wouldn't? But at the same time, we don't know if it's a true fact. That's Mary Tudor. Mary's kind of of quick to judge, huh? Like, you're a ghost now, and I wasn't born until, like, super way after she died. (laughs) 
So if I was looking into a mirror and I said, hey, Mary, I killed your baby. Like, realistically, she's kind of a dumb ghost, if you think about it. (laughs) I feel like she would have all the time in the world to fact check. Yeah. But maybe she's just, like, angry enough that she'll jump the gun on you. I don't know. I mean, if you're that angry, then I think that all Bloody Mary needs is just a good good old hug. She needs a hug. (laughs) (laughs) Now... (laughs) So, are you gonna call her name three times, and then when she shows up in the mirror, you're just gonna, like, hug her reflection? Yeah, I'm just gonna, like, I'm just gonna say, hey, it's okay. I'm just gonna... I'm I'm, here for you. I'm here for you. I'm just... (laughs) I know you've been through a lot, but I'm just... I just want to say that it's okay. You are super, super dead. (laughs) You can go be with your father, or... Or whatever. Babies, or I don't know. Your supposed babies. Your supposed (laughs) babies. Don't say supposed babies. She might get upset. Just as a small it's tidbit. Fine. <laughs> I saw this really funny thing while I was looking for my research, and it was a picture of this lady, and she called Bloody Mary three times in the mirror, and then she turned the lights on because nothing happened, and there was a Bloody Mary cocktail on the <laughs> on the <laughs> kitchens or on the um, bathroom sink, and she was like, "Wow, thanks." <laughs> <laughs> That's really nice. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, so another possibility is Elizabeth Bathory. Now, have have you heard of Neither of those names are Mary. I know. I know. Because she was Hungarian. She was a Hungarian noblewoman. The pronunciation of her name was different. Or, like, the the way her name was said was different. So uh, it kind of implied that Mary was in, in the name. Okay. Interesting. Maybe it was a nickname. I don't know. So, but Elizabeth Bathory was a basket of cats. She was, I think this lady is really interesting because she's also where some of the succubi legends come from and Dracula legends come from. Okay. So, so she's a Hungarian woman. Yeah. Who, I'm sure you're going to explain it, but like, here is what my first judgment is. It's like, she had sex with people and killed them. No. No? No. Okay. Dang. That is a great guess, though. So, she was a Hungarian noblewoman, uh, and she was known as the Bloody Countess, or Countess Dracula. Now, that's cool. Yes. That's a cool nickname. Actually, Elizabeth Bathory, in many of my different topics, she's gonna come up a few times, because she's just crazy. She's crazy, (laughs) but she's crazy in a cool way. I don't know. So, she owned land in both Hungary and in what's known as Transylvania now, which I thought was interesting with the names, of course, mm-hmm. Dracula, Transylvania. Um, but she was one of the most prolific serial killers in the world, period. Okay, I'm very interested now. So what she would do is torture and kill young girls Oh. that she were she believed were virgins because she wanted to bathe in their blood to preserve, to preserve her beauty and youth. I mean, hey. <laughs> I wouldn't disprove her theory. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know. This... If it worked. Back to my point that this was before science was invented. This was also before modern makeup was invented and you could just like hide all of your flaws. Sephora wasn't a thing. Sephora wasn't going to be a thing for a little while. So sometimes you just have to hope for the best (laughs) by killing someone and rubbing their blood all over your skin. (laughs) Like sometimes you just need to risk getting a disease for eternal youth. (laughs) That's just the sacrifices that you have to be willing to make. Yes. For beauty. Exactly. Yeah. I agree with you. I think I think she was a smart lady. 
she was I think a, she was cool. She was ahead of her time. I think she was really cool. <laughs> she was so, a visionary. She was a, <laughs> a thought leader, if you will. <laughs> oh, and I will. Anyway, so, uh, so she would pick young girls from the village that she lived near, depending on which quote-unquote palace she was in. She would pick young girls from the village that were assumed to be virgins, because you don't know. Promise them a job in education, which in that time period, that was like gold. That was money. That was that was a future, right? Absolutely. So, so of course they're going to take her up on her offer. Who wouldn't? I mean, I would take somebody up if they're, they're like, hey, I'm going to give you both a job and I'm going to pay for your tuition. Like, yeah. How would you not accept that like, offer? It, it translates through the times. And so she would order her underlings to gather their blood after she had tortured them. So she okay, would take so it, she wouldn't do it herself. She would take it upon herself to torture them, but not take it upon herself to gather the blood. I that's, assume she was squeamish. <laughs> that's something. Is torturing them not enough? I think she was crazy. Like, I think she was just Obviously. nuts. Obviously. Like, I'm There's sure, no like, reason. I'm sure she tortured them. And, like, she had many ways of torturing them. Like, she had a torture chamber in both of her castles or cabins or whatever it was she lived in. And she would torture them herself and then she would be done and she'd be like, boys, do take care of the rest because I, I just can't handle the sight of blood. I need to, I need to turn down for my afternoon nap. <laughs> I just, I don't know. So, so she wouldn't do it herself. Tell me more about how she would torture these boys or women, girls. Sorry. She would, <laughs> she would use severe beatings, burning, mutilation, like extreme mutilation. Oh, so Jesus. like even some parts of like breast and vaginal mutilation. Oh my God. And um, biting, freezing or starving. And there's also information that suggested that she would use Iron Maidens as well. Oh man, I love that band. Yeah, I know, right? It's so killer. <laughs> it just turn it up to like <laughs> decibels you can't handle. No. She was, um, to put it lightly, a little nuts. The, the one that bothers me the most out of all of these methods is biting. Yeah, that one kind of stuck out that to me too. That is a little weird. I mean, freezing, okay, fine. Like, mutilation, that makes sense because you're crazy. Burning, yeah, okay, for sure. Severe beatings, that's, like, the beginning. But, like, biting? What do you talk... What do you mean? What do you mean... <laughs> what do I mean when I say biting? I don't even know, like... Yeah. Like, I could go anywhere with, like, just, like, a bite on the inner thigh or, like, biting your fingers off. Like that Or, could... like, chomping some pieces out of your... Like... Mm. There's a lot of different directions I could go. Just all sorts of horrible, horrible, nightmarish things that could come out come out of that. Like, so would she like bite their throats? Would she bite their face? Would she, was she on bath salts? Was there? <laughs> I, I think it was something else. I think it was more she was on some sort of um, mental disability. Like, <laughs> I think so. But anyway, uh, continue on about so, this torture lady. I okay. Before I, I go further, she is she is absolutely fantastic in my eyes. Like she is awful <laughs> now, and it's the same with Mary Tudor in my eyes as well. Like as far as legends and myths and crazy people go, these were top tier nutsos. You you like your powerful crazy women? Yeah, I do. She was also said to drink some of the blood after, which is where the whole vampire Dracula mm. thing came from. And as well as... Torturing makes you thirsty. I'm just not... I'm, I'm unsure about how true that is. Don't you get, like, diseases or... Probably. But they 
didn't know about it because, because science, science wasn't, wasn't invented, invented until 1853. Upon re- further reading about this wonderful lady, uh, I think wonderful is the wrong word. <laughs> okay, so there was over 300, 300 verified testimonies. 300. But. I love that movie, but still. <laughs> she is said to have over 600 victims. Oh my god. So only 300 of those victims were ever, like, verified. That's insane. So when I went looking for these testimonies, I could only find about 200-ish on o- paper. Only 200-ish on paper. On paper. But still. Yeah. That is yeah. ridiculous. That means, like, verified means it was recorded and that it was found. But, like, to have over 600 victims, and the reason I said over 600 is because I found a number that was very, like, it was between 650 and 630 is what, I couldn't get, like, an exact number, and that's why I say over 600. But oh that's God. just, like, intense how many people she stole and from like, her villages. What, was there a time period between, like, when this started happening and when this stopped happening okay so this happened from between 1585 and 1610 so she killed over 600 people between 1585 and 1610 she was actually apprehended arrested and convicted in 1610 okay like it just kind of from what i read the court system that they had in place kind of made it seem like it was a no-brainer like, they had so much evidence, like, they found her chambers and stuff. Also, some of the drawings and depictions of the actual torture chamber, I only found them on, like, a couple of websites, but they're absolutely horrific. Oh, my God. They're absolutely horrific. I just, like, I don't know. So she killed, or she tortured, on average, 26 people a year. That is... For 25 years. That is horrifying. <laughs> that is a lot of work. Did she have a quota? I mean, to bathe in blood... I would imagine you wouldn't be doing that every day because then you would probably need a significant, uh, significantly larger number of victims. Yeah. But maybe like one a week, one a month. How maybe. big? How big did these villages have to be for her to be able to steal that many young girls? Um. And like, not all of them were young. Well, not all of them were women either. There was like a few accounts of men going missing and stuff. I think the thing is, back in the time before we had. All this, like, surveillance technology and stuff like that. Yeah. I feel like people could just go missing. There would never be any kind of explanation as to where they went. Yep. Or what happened to them. And, like, that's just something that happened. Yeah. So, I feel like a lot of these victims could could have just been sort of counted among people who just went missing. That's for true. For really no reason. But at the same time, that is still a huge number of people. I don't know if, like, she's taking these people from the same place. It was two places. Okay. So, it was from her, one of the villages in Hungary. Or, I guess, there was many villages that were surrounding, like, the castle area. And then Transylvania. And there was only, like, two villages that were surrounding that area in Transylvania. Okay, I guess to find out, like, really more about that, we'd have to know, like, the population of the area, and then we'd have to, like, yeah. like we'd need a lot of statistical data yeah. to and really I'm sure, get down to it. And I'm sure she would, like, grab her guards and make them, like, travel for it. Like, yeah. I'm sure that that was an option as well. Mm. And I'm sure if they were, like, traveling through a place, heard tell of this young, beautiful virgin, they would steal her and, like, take her. I'm so, I'm so sure it wasn't from the same place. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, like, it couldn't be from the same place. 
So eventually she was caught and was arrested. They bricked her up in a windowless room and she died four years later. So they attempt, like, they, they tried to feed her and stuff, but she died very soon after. Four years is still a very long time to live in a bricked up room. Yeah. Windowless room. Yeah. Like, solitary confinement is now regulated to, I think, in Canada anyway, I think at most a week at a time. Yeah. And, like, being isolated is really the worst punishment that a person can undergo, especially for an extended period of time. And four years of that would have been terrible, but torturing and killing 650 people i think that's a little bit deserved yeah i think she deserved it to be honest like that was i just can't even imagine what would drive your head to madness faster than that unless it was something like syphilis which was rampant in those time periods oh yeah absolutely. that was like the 16th century almost so by the time she was caught it was the 16th century already Mm -hmm. like there was also like accounts of her being bricked up in a wall Okay. So they chose a wall, bricked up a wall, and put her in the wall and let her stay there for four years and oh, die. Man. That was another way that I found more than one of what she what kind of happened to her. But essentially, they sealed her up in a room and let her die. Four years of that <laughs> is absolutely insane. Yeah. To me. I can't even imagine, like, her mental state going in was probably not that solid, but her mental state near the end, I could not even imagine what kind of bullshit was going through her. Like, just crazy shit that was going through her head. Mm -hmm. Like, Like I said, we only have solitary confinement for a week at most. And, like, that'll even do stuff to you. Yeah. Like, people go, people go crazy just from that week. Yeah. Four years, and you're already going in kind of unstable. I'm sure she died from, like, malnourishment or something. Probably. Like, I'm super sure that's what she died of. Anyway, so if we go back to the legend of Bloody Mary, (laughs) there's a lot of accounts of it, but a lot of it is a teenager went into the bathroom, said the thing, and then a thing happened, and then they left, and nothing else happened. Okay, so they they said it, and then they were fine? They said it, they saw the lady, and then nothing happened. But I do have some sightings. Tell me more. For you. Sightings are always a good There's lots of accounts of death within it, though. (laughs) Which kind of is the backwards version of what I just told you. But I couldn't find any, like, obituaries. I couldn't find any. I found two obituaries from people that had passed away. But, like, the sheer amount, like, the sheer volume of accounts that say that people died. Like, it's an urban legend. So it's, like, lots. So they do the ritual. And essentially they get their eyes scratched out and they die. Or they get their arms scratched and they pass out. There's some sightings and um, some pictures and videos. Some of the pictures actually look pretty legit, but Photoshop's also a thing, so I'm not 100% sure. Yeah. Not 100% sold on it. Now, are these pictures very gory? They're usually of the woman, or they're usually of people looking at the mirror and then something very ominous looking behind them. And the ominous thing takes many shapes and forms, which freaks me out the most, because I like when things have one one thing. This lady has many things going on for her. Some videos that have been shown... I saw two. One was, I'm pretty sure, pretty fake. Another one looked legitimate, and the only reason it looked legitimate is because after they left, something happened. So the video was someone set their phone down on the counter, these girls did the ritual, and then they were like, well, nothing happened, and they left. And there was like a static that happened on the video. 
Interesting. And it looked like a, a lady, kind of, like, peeking over, the, peeking over the camera, kind of, but not really. It freaked me out, obviously. Okay, yeah, but as as it should. I'm not sure if it, like, it could have been faked at the same time. I don't know. So there was that I found anyways. Into some sightings that are more, like, words. So there were two girls, they were watching a scary ghost show, and they decided they wanted to try the Bloody Mary ritual, because that's what the show was talking about. And so they shut off the lights and did the ritual, and nothing happened. So they were about to leave when they saw a black and white woman with her mouth wide open behind them. And they expected to hear a scream from her because that's what it looked like. But she was just standing there silently. So then the woman lifted her arms and her hands were covered in blood and her fingernails were torn off. And one of the girls felt something grab her from behind, like grab her shoulders. So they screamed and ran away and lived happily ever after. (laughs) So on a side note, yes, kind of relating to what you're saying, why is it always young girls who do the like like the urban legend stuff like that like playing with a ouija board doing the bloody mary thing like that doesn't i was i was a teenage boy once and that never was something that me and my friends would do for fun like that never crossed why was that a thing among teenage girls because like i don't i never understood that like I, i i don't know i have a personal account of this and i was a teenage girl at one point as context, I'm a I'm a trans man, and so at one point I was a teenage girl, and the reason that I could even hazard a guess as to why it happened was because we kind of wanted to, like, challenge each other to something, kind of. Like, a lot of the times with, like, even stupid things like spin the bottle or truth or dare, that was always, like, teenage girl-induced, from my personal experience. You see... And I feel like it was because they wanted to like to challenge each other or we wanted to believe that something else was there. Not to say that mm-hmm. teenage boys don't do these things or believe that something else is there, but I feel yeah. like they're just not as interested. They're more interested in like, I don't know, I guess like less spiritual aspects of things. So like, they're practical. Like, And that might be totally off base and you might be totally different, but... I mean, it's correct. Yeah. From my experience, like I've known... From my time as a teenager, that was at least 10 years. Girls that have done the Bloody Mary thing. Uh, Ouija board. And, like, whenever teenage boys are on their own and they're doing, like, the challenge thing to, like, one-up each other, usually, (laughs) usually, the end result is... is, hospital. (laughs) Yes. The end result is someone going to the hospital. Yeah. Because, like, I, I distinctly remember this one time me and my friends were walking around at night uh-huh. and uh-huh. <laughs> we found uh, an abandoned shopping cart. So what we decided to do was I got in it. As my one fr- would do. Yep. And my friend pushed it and let go. <laughs> now, <laughs> here, here's what yes. happened. <laughs> what did you break? Um, no, nothing. Okay, but okay, okay. here's what happened. Okay. I nearly died because <laughs> I was going down and there was an intersection. Oh no. And there was a car coming. <laughs> now, my hometown is not well known for its well-maintained infrastructure. Oh no. So potholes are a thing that happens a lot. So a pothole saved my life, really. <laughs> Poor infrastructure so, saved your life. Bad infrastructure could either end your life or save it. In my case, it saved it. 
So what happened was I was barreling towards this intersection and one of the wheels caught this pothole. Like it was right before the intersection. Oh my God. I hit the pothole and like flipped over forward. Uh, It hurt. And broke your face. It hurt. (laughs) A lo- no, I shielded my face with my arm. Okay. It hurt a whole lot, but I was I was okay. Yeah. And thankfully, not dead. You were alive. Yeah. That's so crazy. When teenage boys do stuff to challenge each other, it usually ends badly for everybody involved. <laughs> From my experience, when teenage girls do it, it's a little bit smarter because they do the more spiritual stuff like the Bloody Mary, uh, Ouija board and stuff like that. Yeah. When boys do it, it usually ends in someone getting severely hurt. <laughs> but makes for better stories. That is true. In my own opinion. In my <laughs> own opinion. Although I've heard some really crazy supernatural things. Actually, I've even experienced some really crazy supernatural things. So a nine-year-old girl and four of her friends tried it. And apparently an old woman with cuts on her face appeared and chains around her neck and shoulders. And the shower curtain went up in flames and they fled the bathroom. See, I, that... He's making a face, and I'm also making a face. Now. Because I don't know how much I believe this one. I just thought it was interesting. I feel like they didn't... It would have been more believable to me if they didn't add the detail of the shower curtain. But in doing the ritual, you have to have a candle in your hand. Right. Who I didn't fell th- on the shower curtain? <laughs> I didn't think about that, but yeah. yeah. Who fell on the shower curtain? Okay, yeah. Yeah, now that, now that you mentioned that, that does make sense. So another account was a group of girls were in a summer camp and they Mm -hmm. decided to try it because it was like a little myth floating around the summer camp. Yeah, as you do at summer camp, Mm -hmm. there's three things you do at summer camp. Swim, masturbate a lot, (laughs) and try to get yourselves killed by the Bloody Mary. Like those are big three. Those are the parameters. And like not necessarily in that order, but those are the three things that happen They are the three staples of Mm, a good summer camp. (laughs) This one time at summer camp, I masturbated every day for like four hours straight. It was ridiculous. Oh my god. Oh my god. I was exhausted. (laughs) And sore like you wouldn't believe. My arms just ridiculous. (laughs) My one arm was gigantic. Anyway. Let's uh, continue talking about the Bloody Mary. Uh, so another one was... Oh no, that was, that was... Yeah, the girls at summer camp. So when they tried, the mirror actually cracked. Ooh, but spooky. when they came back the next morning, the mirror was normal. Okay. Yeah. Okay, yeah. teenage girls. Yep. It's I'm like unimpressed. when you lie and you're like, I'm related to Owen Wilson. When you're a kid, like you lie yeah. and say you're related my, to someone that's famous. My dad works at Nintendo, so yeah. <laughs> I know everything about the new Pokemon game. Yeah. Well, my dad dates the animator of the new Pokemon game. Like, you know, yeah. when you're a kid and you make those stupid Yeah, like everybody anecdotes. tries to one-up each other. Yeah. Everybody has the one friend like that. So the last account is my account. Ooh. Yes. Yes. As I said, I used to be a teenage girl once. Dean, you naughty boy. I know. So Tell what happened more. with us, it was actually a thing. There's two accounts I have personally. These, I believe to be true. Honestly, these happened to me and honestly, I believe them to be true. So one of these times was... Oh, you did this more than once. Yes, I did this twice. You buffoon. I, yeah, I should be dead. And so, so one time me and two other girls entered the bathroom and because I was dared to do this, but I wouldn't do it alone because I was a little puss boy. Mm-hmm. So I went into the bathroom, did the thing. Nothing really happened at first, except when I turned the light on. 
the lights were off, we had a candle, we did the thing, nothing happened, the lights turned on, and there was a woman behind us. Oh my god. In the bathroom. Like, very similar to an account that it was actually said before. But there was a woman behind us. Wait, which depiction? Was it the one with her mouth wide open, or the one with her bloody fingernails missing, She was, it was more like the depiction that I described when they saw a black and white woman. But her mouth wasn't open for us. She okay. was just... She looked like she had jumped out of a black and white movie. Weird. And she just stared at us. But she just stood there. And so... So she just kind of like hung out with you guys and was like, sup? Actually, my (laughs) friends ran out of the room and I was too scared to run because I'm a little puss baby. And then she was like, so what do you want? We just stood there and eventually I turned the lights off and turned around and left. You didn't try to strike up a conversation with no, the bloodiest of the Marys? it scared me because making eye contact with her made it feel like time was frozen. That's weird. Like, I couldn't hear anything. I didn't even know my friends left when they left. They saw her and ran, and I was making eye contact with her and freaked out on mm-hmm. the inside Obviously, like a winner. as you would. I made eye contact with her, and it was almost like a weird stasis. Like, I had entered a different whatever, and then shut the lights off and left. That's crazy. So I was like, hey, lady, and then I left. So, so, so I called you here to have a casual conversation with you. So how are you today? <laughs> so Would you be interested in buying my essential oils? <laughs> I sell Sensi. <laughs> Your dimension seems like it would be smelly. I know your torture chamber might be a little stinky <laughs> after, you know. So much blood. So much blood and uh, other stuff. Um, but anyway, you might be interested in my array of scented oils. <laughs> I have a diffuser that's for sale for forty nine ninety nine, and now I have an array of oil. Now, could you imagine? Love potion number nine. <laughs> now, all I'm thinking about is summoning the Bloody Mary and trying to sell things to her. <laughs> She'd be like, stop. She would, <laughs> she would, she would have like a, a, a sign around her neck that says no solicitors. <laughs> <laughs> But it's in a mirror, so it's backwards. Yeah. Now in like really bad fifth grade writing. Yeah. Like solicitors with a Z. Now those are just the edgy solicitors. Yeah. They try to sell you skateboards door to door. Oh my. <laughs> oh. Okay, so tell me about your second experience. My second experience was in high school, actually. So the, before that was in like junior high, whatever. This was in high school, in about grade eleven. And me and a friend of mine were talking about how dumb it was because there was another urban legend. Oh my god, it's so around. dumb. Let's give it a try. Yeah, like I know, I know how that goes. But it was completely different than what we did before. So there was another urban legend floating around called Candyman, and it was essentially Bloody Mary in male form. Okay, I think I heard about this one. And we thought it was dumb because it was essentially the same thing that you had to do. It was essentially the same thing that would happen, except the legend was that the hook man would come and kill you in your sleep or whatever. And we thought it was dumb. And so we were talking about it. And this was when my I knew that I loved cryptozoology. I knew that I loved myths and legends. I knew that I loved these things. And this person was similar. And so we would have these fascinating conversations about it. And that's why we were talking about it. She had a mirror in her locker. And oh, so you just did this in the hallway? Yeah. Broad daylight, hallway, no candle, <laughs> no nothing. Wow, nothing. just just sloppy. So <laughs> Sloppy execution. I know. And so we we said the whole Bloody Mary, Bloody Mary, Bloody Mary thing. Looked in the mirror, and there was the lady standing behind us. The same lady that I saw before. This except time she's this just time. Like, what? 
<laughs> what do you what want do now? What do you want? You called, you summoned me and you like didn't even say anything to me. And now you're doing this again? Yeah. Like, I'm I'm a very busy woman. And I haven't got all day. <laughs> yeah. But we saw her. We both saw her. But I didn't make eye contact with her this time because I was too afraid. My and then you would friend... have to have that awkward conversation. Like, so what have you been up to? <laughs> you know, you see your, you see that person that you see. And you <laughs> don't, you don't want to start a conversation. So you try and avoid eye contact with them. But they're mm. like, hey, how's it going? Yeah, and you're, you're like, oh. You run into them yeah. in the mall and you're like, oh, oh. sorry, I gotta go. Yeah. I am late for an appointment. Then you just yeah. like go into the source or whatever. Yeah. And then they happen to go into the source too. It's like, ah, oh, dang. <laughs> I just didn't want to talk to you, dog. Yeah. So this was the same. I was like, oh, awkward. I thought you weren't real. And now I know <laughs> you're for sure real. Uh, this is weird. But anyways, my friend got super freaked out and slammed her locker closed. That's boring. Yeah. Just trapped her in the locker. But, except, except... The fact that, and this person is credible. I would say this person's credible. Okay. Every time she opened her locker and she looked in the mirror, she either saw the lady again or her eyes would change color. Interesting. And so she actually ended up taking the mirror out of her locker and throwing it out. Isn't that bad luck to throw out a mirror? It's bad luck to break a mirror. Okay. Okay. Seven years bad luck if you break a mirror. With my bad luck, I should have broken like 14 mirrors. I think it's unfair. (laughs) I think my track record should give me some credit and my luck should not be bad anymore. But anyways, yeah. (laughs) So those were my two accounts anyways. I found, and I I keep having these small incursions with the legend, meaning I keep, I keep having these small little run-ins with it. So one time, me and my sister were sitting on the couch and we were talking about how we used to be dumb kids. And this was like when I was like 20 years old mm-hmm. and how we were dumb kids. And just for reference now, you're 83. I'm 83 years old. <laughs> and so how we were dumb kids and we both tried it and we both had similar experiences and we thought it was interesting. And, and then I was looking up where it came from, where the legend came from, because we were asking these questions to each other and we didn't know. We we're asking these questions. And then I found this early ritual that was supposed to be in place of the mirror thing because they mirrors were kind of for... The rich folk. The, yeah. hoi, the hoity-toity. The hoity-toity. I like saying it that way. <laughs> the hoity-toity. And so not everyone had like mirrors and they had reflective surfaces, I'm sure. But anyways, mm. one of if the If you don't rituals... have a mirror, you have to say it in front of a potato <laughs> or a turnip or something that you Does get afford. Does she explode out like, like a birthday cake? <laughs> like a stripper from a birthday yeah. cake. The potato explodes. <laughs> and she's like, ta-da. She's got nothing on but nipple tassels for some reason. <laughs> she like whips you with her nipple tassels. <laughs> <laughs> I'm down with this myth more (laughs) i want this more anyways so one of the rituals was you walk down the stairs backwards with a candle in your hand now that's just dangerous (laughs) we we were reading this going no wonder children died of consumption back then (laughs) and you're supposed to say mary mary i stole your baby as you're walking down the stairs but the outcome and this brings me joy but the outcome of if you did this properly, was your house would burn down or your neck was broken and your arms were scratched. Now, (laughs) both of those seem to be the direct result of falling down the stairs with a candle. It's like saying what you're, what you're supposed to do, what you're supposed to do is put firecrackers in between each one of your toes and say, 
Bloody Mary three times. And, like, if if you did it properly, what would happen is, like, your entire foot would be destroyed. Yeah. And you would have to go to the hot... Like, <laughs> I love the mentality of that. Like, if you did it properly, you should I'm... fall down the stairs and die. <laughs> I, I don't know. Maybe it was, like, overpopulation. I um... really... It's like, if you drink bleach and say this thing three times, you'll die after. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's a fact. Like, you don't need to say the three things yeah. to die. It's yeah. gonna happen. When I hear <laughs> that in the Middle Ages, the life expectancy was like 43, I'm not surprised. No. Especially considering how medicine was. And now, just added to that, now there's this yeah. thing where it's like, oh yeah, you're supposed to do this ritual, and the outcome of that is falling down the stairs and dying. Yeah. Like, what... I mean, you would, just as, you would just assume that that's what would happen. Like, mm. I, I don't know. <laughs> what if your kid was like a crazy arsonist and he was setting houses on fire or whatever and he was like, Bloody Mary did it. Bloody Mary. It wasn't me. It was her. Well, I was just summoning her because I'm an idiot. Would they believe him? I mean, it would be very easy to tell if he did it wrong because like the house is burned down, one, and he didn't fall down the stairs. <laughs> And die. Like, Where is your broken neck, son? That seems to be essential to the <laughs> to the myth. Yeah. But I'm very very excited that that is what the what the legend says yeah. is supposed to happen. Mm-hmm. Like, come on, like legend says, if you punch a mirror, your arm your hand might get cut real bad. Like, <laughs> come on. If you put glass in your mouth, you might get a cut up and tongue. And say and say Bloody Mary three times. Yeah. You might get a cut up tongue. Mm-hmm. So, there's been many depictions of her in video games. My personal favorite would be The Wolf Among Us. Many depictions in movies and TV shows, like, of course, Supernatural. I don't know why, but she has a special, very dark place in my heart. What I am also thinking about is, like, you said you keep having, like, these little sort of, like, run-ins with with her. Yeah, and just, like, the myth in general. Like, every... Every now and again, it'll come up or it'll resurface for me. She is the herpes of <laughs> urban legends, is what I'm getting out of that. Can't get rid of her. She is a mythological version of herpes. I think so, yes. So once you catch her, she will know you go. If I'm dead tomorrow, I'm so glad that this is my last testimony. <laughs> Excellent. Wonderful. But yeah, so that's all the information I have. I wanted to end it on a happy note with, you know, broken necks and scratched up arms. Mm -hmm. What do you think? I want to know your thoughts. So my thoughts of it are, I didn't know, I didn't know anything about it besides like, it was just a thing that teenage girls did at slumber parties. Like that was kind of my very limited knowledge. Yeah. And I can verify that. the (laughs) The whole Bloody Mary thing. But like now, like it makes sense. Like, the legend makes sense, but I'm very surprised that it's stuck around this long. Yeah, it's been, um, it's gotta be one of the longest lasting urban legends that there are. Yeah. Like, I can't even, I don't, my knowledge doesn't span very far, mind you, but I can't think of any other urban legend, not just a myth. Like, myths carry on forever, but this is an urban legend. This is something Mm. that was started from, you know, word of mouth superstition. Yeah, and the fact, to me, that I think it's really interesting that it started from real people who were, like, in such high positions of authority. Always, yeah. And that's super, super interesting, like, how how that happened, like, with the woman who executed a bunch of people for heresy, essentially, or the woman who tortured and killed so many people over the course of 25 years... 
like both of those are really compelling reasons as to why this urban legend both has that potency and that staying power yeah because of just like how how violent the the origins of this legend was i think it's kind of similar in the way of the salem witch trials like the salem witch trials will always be something that people are talking about because it's so violently jarring Mm-hmm. Like, we don't realize, or we don't like to think about or realize that people are capable of these, like, horrible and atrocious misdeeds. I think that's partially what keeps it around, is that it's so, like, appalling and, like, disbelief. It's yeah. just really crazy how much it is. And especially, like you said, like, women of power, like, that's kind of where it all began. Mm-hmm. I think it's really interesting, like, throughout history when, like, these people in such high positions of power did such weird and deplorable things yeah i'm all, i'm more interested in the woman who what was her name again the woman who tortured and killed uh, elizabeth so bathory that i'm really interested in stuff she's, like that she's a woman of many names three of what i can think of um but i couldn't pronounce the other one so i picked this <laughs> one um but she's a really interesting character so i have a question mm-hmm. out of mary tudor which is the girl that or pardon me which was the lady that was like no protestants in my country bitch or Elizabeth Bowery, who do you think Bloody Mary is? Um, like you said that there's different depictions yes. of of the Bloody Mary. I feel like what it could be, like I'm assuming I'm going from a standpoint where I'm assuming this is real. Yeah. Which I'm still on the fence about, but if this was a real thing, I feel like it could be different people. Yeah. In a way, because like you said it has different Yeah, it has different looks stuff like that. For sure, yeah. So it could be different people who go under the same pseudonym, if that makes sense. I think that she is, and this is me assuming she's real as well, I think she's a different kind of, of like, cryptid creature. I think it's almost like a curse. Like, people that do certain things get trapped in their, like, timeline, and a mirror is the only way that you can scry, kind of, into that timeline. Interesting. Personally. After reading all the accounts and having some vague experience, that's exactly what I would say that it felt like. Let me put this into different words. So you believe that because of the horrible things that they did, they are essentially trapped in sort of like a different world and the only way that they could communicate to Mm -hmm. us is through mirrors? Yeah. Okay. Like I think they're, I think... (sighs) Because I have these weird, like, opinions about the planes of Earth. I I'm, I'm really many interested in this theory. I think there's very many different planes on Earth. And that we just live on one plane. Where other creatures and beings live on other planes. So, like, ghosts, they're just on a different plane than we are. And, yeah, they could be passed away. But that could just be, like, their soul carried on to a different plane of existence. And I think that, like, Mary, I believe that she lives or is dead on a different plane and the only reason or and the only way that we can see her is through this like ritualistic type behavior that's a really interesting theory i've never never really heard that before but yeah like because they can't i don't think that they can exist in the same space i i like i think our existence is too much for it right now and so to have a different plane where they live in a different world would make a lot more sense to me that yeah that yeah that tracks so back to the back to the point, like, do you yeah. think it's one person or do you think it's multiple different people? I think it's multiple different people too, because everybody seems to have a different experience and a different depiction of, of yeah. her. I don't know why my experience seems to have had the same person. Maybe she, that was just her jurisdiction. 
<laughs> you take Canada. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why, but I think it's different people that have done horrible things that mm. have been uh, trapped in the last moments of their lives. Yeah, I feel like it would be... I, I, I feel it, like it would be more of a title yeah. than sort of... Uh, anything else like like these people really did like all these terrible terrible things in their life yeah and then when they die they sort of earn the title of yes yeah bloody mary mm-hmm. if that makes sense yep that's pretty much what i believe anyways okay yeah so is that all that was all i got all right awesome that's all for this episode of myth men uh so you could follow us on twitter at myth men podcast you could also email us if you feel like we uh, got something wrong or we missed out on something. So our email is mythmenpod at gmail.com. We also have a YouTube page. Uh, you could follow us there. It's just Mythmen. So we'll be back next week with another myth for you guys. Thanks so much for listening. Mm-hmm.